What is happening, you incredible human beings? We've got a really cool topic tonight. I'm really, really pumped for this one. The reason why I'm, I'm pumped for it is because one of our one of our clients, uh, Lawrence, um, I, I we're asking our clients. We ask them, you know, how can we help you? What problems can we solve for you? And he came up with this one, which is an absolute cracker. And he asked, "Is like James, how do I avoid self-destructive behavior when everyone and everything in your world lets you down, and you feel like fuck it, it's all fucked anyway?" And you can get yourself in the situation where you just consistently, continually just spiral down and down and down. Uh, and Lawrence has been working really, really hard with us. Like he's crushing it and doing super well. But like all of us, every now and then we get those days where things aren't necessarily as easy as, as what we would like them to be. So in this video, I'm going to show you how to avoid this self-destructive behavior. I'm going to show you how to make it so that even when life keeps kicking you in the nuts over and over and over again, you can still come out on top and you can still win every single time. Uh, now, by the way, guys, this is a live stream too. So if you have any questions, any comments or anything that you want to go over, or even if you're having uh, issues of your own which are related to this, feel free to comment in the comment section and in real time, or as close to real time as possible, I'll go through and I'll answer everything that, I, everything that I can. And particularly around things like this, around self-destructive behaviors and around mindset and the way that we think, um, often it does help to have conversation and dialogue. So if you have a question, there's no such thing as a dumb question. I've seen a lot of people in a lot of feeds and stuff like this when people ask questions or something's seen as stupid, it's like it's, it's shut down um, and, uh, and the question is like almost ridiculed. You'll never, ever get that on anything that we ever do because that's not where we're about and, and not how we work. So if you have any questions, just comment below in the comment section and I'll answer it's to the best of my ability everything that I can. Now, if we want to go and fix self-destructive behavior, first of all, we need to know how to identify it. So, and I know that sounds really dumb and really basic, but it's true. So here are some of the symptoms and some of the effects of self-destructive behavior. Number one, the most common thing that we see with self-destructive behavior is that things will be going really, really well for you in a certain area of your life. You'll then get kicked in the nuts once or twice. Life will lob you over a few lemons. And then all of a sudden you say, fuck it. I'm going to go out. And I'm going to go bender for the next three days. I'm not going to show up for work. I'm going to start procrastinating, hesitating. I'm going to break up with this girl or this dude who's absolutely freaking incredible. I'm going to stop going to the gym because I'm already shredded and jacked. I don't need to anymore. It doesn't have to be always when things are going bad that we self-destruct. In fact, most of the time we self-destruct when things are going really, really well. Uh, and, and it's quite funny. I was talking with someone about it just earlier today. Uh, this person grew up, and let me know if this sounds you know, familiar at all. This person grew up in chaos. They had a really, really dysfunctional household that they grew up in, and they had a whole heap of shit which was going down. Uh, various types of abuse. I'm not going to go into it too far, but they had you know, stuff going on which wasn't fun at all. And they were constantly on the move. Things were constantly unstable, and things were constantly all over the place. Their life was just – they had a difficult childhood. I'll put it that way. They had a really difficult childhood. And so now where this person is, they're doing really well. They've got more money than what they'd ever imagined they'd ever have. They've got more confidence. They've got like this incredible career where they're absolutely crushing it. They've created all these brilliant things. And yet there's this little thought in the back of their head which says, fuck it, I should just pack this all in. I shouldn't do any more. I'm not, uh, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm uncomfortable. Like this person was waking up anxious and depressed and, and stressed out 
quite regularly and they were feeling very incongruent, like they were a fraud, like they were an imposter. Why do I deserve to make this money? Why do I deserve to have this life? Why do I deserve to do uh, all these amazing things? Why do I deserve to have that? Why am I special? And I'm not worthy of this. And then from here, this person would then go down and, and, and uh, the depression, the anxiety and all this stuff would just continue going on and, and, and feeding on and, and so forth and actually make them worse at what they were doing. Make them crave going out and getting fucked up, right? This person used to drink a whole heap, you know, do a, you know, the odd disco biscuit and, you know, a couple of drugs every now and then and used to go out and bender and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and so whenever we see these things or these sorts of characteristics, we can immediately recognize that there's something self, self-destructive going on. Whenever we know things that are going well and we say, oh, I'm going too well, right? Or whenever you notice that you have a really good thing going and you just want to fuck it up for some reason, that's what we're defining as a self-destructive behavior, okay? Uh, any questions on that, just let me know. Uh, Alan Grace said, this sounds like it's for me. My mental health issues have worsened again. Dude, onwards and upwards. We'll, we'll go through and we'll get something to to, to, he, he, uh, to help you out with that. Someone else has just said, yeah, when I get clear and feeling good, I then go out and party. It's really, really common. And we see this all the time. Very common in business owners. Um, there's a lot of business owners that we coach who are doing really, really well. Like they're making good coin. We've got guys who are doing 500K, 600K, million, several million a year. I've got one who's doing about $15 million, million a year. You'd think that when you're making $15 million a year that you're going to be perfect on the mark every single time crushing it. Uh, but unfortunately, this person also used to, thankfully, they've stopped now since working with us. They used to, they used to be making more money than God, so much money they didn't know what to do with it, but they were spending a fuckload on blow, just a heap of money on cocaine like all the time and just getting bent out of their mind every single time something went well. And then inevitably when the come down hits, the performance goes down, the business starts taking a downturn, they start losing money and then you have to go through straighten out and fix it up again. And then sure as shit, by the time he's gone and fixed all the problems and life's boring and life's easy, then it goes down. I mean, the big reason why I, I see that people start to self-destruct, this is probably the main one. The very first reason is because they've been brought up in chaos. I was telling you that story of the person before. They were brought up in chaos and they were used to having shit all over the place in their life, in their family life, maybe not feeling love, not feeling connection, not used to having money, not used to having success, not used to feeling worthy. And what's really strange is that you would think if you grew up in all this lack and grew up without having anything around you, which was healthy or nice without having a nice childhood you would crave all that stuff but it's actually the opposite for a lot of people is that whenever we get too comfortable and we have too much stuff around us and too many things are going well it fucks with our head and so immediately we want to, we want to go back to being into that you know poverty mindset i'll talk about like some health and fitness stuff um have you ever been in a gym before and you've seen people who will bitch and piss and moan about that chick or that dude who looks fantastic the person who's bitching or complaining is maybe out of shape a little bit or not liking themselves or, or, or just doesn't enjoy the way they look and they see someone who looks better than them and they immediately go and chop them down, the old tall poppy syndrome. And then when they go and chop this person down, they say, oh, look at them. They just diet all the time. They just eat chicken and broccoli and train and that's it. What fucking loser? I wouldn't want to be like that. And so what they do is they associate this person who looks good, who they actually would like to look like, they associate this person with a negative, with someone that isn't desirable, isn't good. 
And so whenever this person who is doing the complaining, person A is doing the complaining, whenever they actually start to make progress and they start looking good and they start seeing themselves in that person who is shredded or jacked or looks good or is desirable, they immediately begin to self-sabotage because they can't be like that person. I, I can't, I couldn't give you a number on, I couldn't, couldn't give you a number on how many times I've seen this over and over and over, over again with guys, guys and girls who, when we bitch and complain and we pass judgment on other people who are doing well out of our own insecurity and our own jealousy of their progress, we then sacrifice our own progress in the long run because we will inherently not want to not want to be like that person does that make sense by the way guys it's it's sometimes a difficult topic to communicate appropriately Uh, let me know if this isn't making sense i'm happy to go back over and explain it another really good example is with money a lot of people do have issues with money um i I put up a post recently uh we help a lot of guys who are making you know between five hundred thousand and a million dollars per year that's like profit right so these guys have got a lot of money and they have very very specific problems I recently put up a post which was talking to them and talking about having that amount of money and the problems that are associated a lot of the time with that money. And I got a lot of people who were not making good income and were very, very unhappy with the amount of money which they were making, complaining about it. Oh, you're only going after the rich people. Rich people always get everything they want. They're all dickheads and all those. And it was really, really negative, negative feedback and just a lot of negativity around anybody who has money or talking to anybody who has money as if they don't have problems of their own, right? And you look at all these people, whenever we start to pass judgment on somebody else for having more money, it's like the Mr. Burns thing. If you wonder why so many people in the world have issues with money, look at Mr. Burns and how he's portrayed in The Simpsons. The only person in that whole in the whole of Springfield who makes good money and he's the evil guy. He's polluting the water, he's creating radioactive fish, he's burning tires everywhere. He's a real fuckwit, but he's the only wealthy guy. And if we look at that from a young age, we're often uh, told that having money is bad. Now, do you wonder why so many people have issues with money? Because we have this belief that if you're rich, you're an evil human being. And of course, none of us want to be evil human beings. And what's the fastest way to become one? Well, you get rich. And so if you have this thought in your head, which is, hey, when I'm wealthy, I will be a worse human being. Of course, you're never going to make any fucking money because you're inherently a good person. Here's the incredible thing about all humans, and I want you guys to remember this. Every single human being is born perfect. Every single human being wants to do good, their own version of good, whatever that looks like. We can get damaged along the way, sure, damaged, never broken, but we are all born perfect and everyone wants to be good. Everyone wants to be moral to their own set of morals. And so if you tell somebody from a young age that if you're shredded and jacked, you're an evil person because you're self-centered and you're a piece of shit. If you make a lot of money, you're evil and self-centered and you're a piece of shit. If you uh, have a happy relationship, you're just faking it and you're lying with it, lying about it. If you have amazing connections and loads of friends, you're just a socialite and you have these things programmed into your brain. Of course, you're going to self-destruct because you're going to associate any of those successes with being a piece of shit. Does that make sense? So as long as we have all of these bullshit ideas imposed into our brain by teachers, by friends, by parents, by relatives, by people around us, as long as we have these bits of bullshit sewn into our brains, we're never going to have success in those areas. 
So the first place, just to recap quickly before I go through and read a couple of these comments, the first place that causes self-destructive behavior is when we're used to being in a chaotic environment and when we create stability and we create what we want, which is financial success, health and wealth and wellness and feeling good and amazing relationships, we often go and sabotage it because we're not familiar with having success in these areas that we're sabotaging. And then the second thing after that is our preconceived ideas and these bullshit notions that we have fed to us from those people around us who are going to hold us back. Does that make sense? All right, I'm just going to go through a couple of questions now. Philip Balfour is cheering up Alan Gray. I love that, man. I love it how you guys support each other. Fucking oath, Philip, you're a legend. Um, nothing but yourself can defeat you. You're unstoppable, mate, just a, weather, a matter of weathering the storm. 100%. Uh, guys, I, I want you to remember something that uh, I was told and I was taught, and this had a really, really profound impact on my life. Uh, number one, you are born perfect, right? You are born as a human being. You are born perfect. If you look at every single baby, they are all magical, joyous things. Now, maybe I'm a little bit biased because I've got a little bub juice soon, but my little girl is going to be born perfect, incredible. And my little girl is going to be perfect until the day she dies and then beyond that as well, Right. Because every single human born being is born perfect. You are exactly where you should be in your life. And that's a really puzzling thing because you think that, you know, there are heaps of evil people in the world. But what about Hitler? What about Putin? Or what about any of these guys? Um, they're all born perfect too. And the way that they turn out is exactly as they should for the experiences which they have, right? I want you to keep that in mind. Where you are right now is perfect for the experiences which you have. Now, that's not saying that you shouldn't improve things or you shouldn't look to better yourself or, or, or develop at all. No, not at all. But everything is logical and every, everything makes sense for the experiences which you have in your life. When you're feeling like life is throwing you lemons, it's probably because life is uh, – we have this expression here at, at JCF, and it's one thing that every single uncommon man should know, is that feather brick bus. Life will, first of all, tickle you with a feather if you're fucking it up. Little feather duster, little, hello, I'm here. You've got a problem. You need to fix it. The next one after that, if you don't listen to the feather, it'll smack you over the back of the head with a brick, all right? And that hurts. And it says, hey, big problem here, smack. And the third thing is that you get hit by a bus because all of a sudden you're not looking, the problem's coming, bang, and it smacks you for six, right? Every single time you have hardship, it is merely there to help you and to point you in the right direction so that you can actually better yourself. Does that make sense? So, Alan, right now you're going through some bullshit, dude, and it's not fun, and I'm happy to help you out about it. If, By the way, guys, if you want any help, I've just put up a, uh, a link up the top of here. Uh, you'll see I've written there. Click here if you want to learn more. I'll put it up again because I don't think it posted properly. What you can do is you can jump in there and you can have a chat with my team and I and we can get you more information on this. All right? So you just fill out the form. Uh, and then you can put in more information. Alan, if you need help with that, you just let us know. One thing I want you guys to remember is you're always you're born perfect. Every single issue you have right now is not, and I've got to repeat this, every single issue you have right now is not because you're broken, not because you aren't worthy, not because of any of that bullshit. It's because you've got some stuff that you need to fix and life is just giving you a little tickle or a brick to the back of the head or sometimes even a bust to make you wake the, wake the fuck up and fix your problems. Next one. Uh, any tips to stay motivated, not self-destruct when working away and being isolated? Yeah, definitely, man. This is an awesome question. Step number one, you need to have accountability. Who is holding you accountable? That is the first thing. One of the hardest things with isolation is, uh, and with humans, right, we have three degrees of accountability as well. I should 
go through this. Uh, level one is individual accountability, self-accountability. This is the weakest form of accountability. Why do I say that? Because how many times have we made commitments to ourselves and not followed through and given up on them, right? A lot happens all the time because we forget and shit happens, right? Individual accountability or self-accountability, you holding yourself accountable is the weakest form of accountability. We get some incredible results with guys who come and work with us at JCF. And I have heard more times than I can count people saying, oh, look, I think I've got it from here. I'm really good. I'm in an awesome place. They've just reached their goal, like literally just crossed over the finish line and got to their summit, right? And they, they, they probably haven't even got to their summit. They're like on the way. And they were like, oh, yeah, sweet. Thanks so much, guys. Like we got it from here. I'm like, all right, I've heard that one before. And they'll go on and then they'll fuck up. And it's normally in a matter of about four weeks, they'll start fucking up, right? They'll go really, really well for a couple of weeks and then fuck up because they don't have any accountability. Individual accountability is piss fucking weak. Don't rely on individual accountability. We are social animals. So that's why the other two levels of accountability come in. Number one is coach. Number two is group. So with the way that our programming is designed, we have all three levels of accountability all the time. Hello, puppy dog. You're joining us. Come on. This is Nala, by the way. If you haven't met her, she's amazing. Um, and she's a bit chewy tonight. What are you doing? Why are you biting? So we have these three levels of accountability that we need to hit. And so that's why with our coaching, we have all three of those levels of accountability. And so we must at all times have individual accountability, self-accountability, coach accountability, and also a group around us who are actually going to support us. Does that make sense? That's the first thing that you need to do. Second thing is we need to get up absolutely 110% clear on what we want to do. There are three main areas of our life, really four. I'll go through all four of them. Number one is health, your physical health. How do you look? Do you want to be shredded, jacked, strong? Do you want to be mentally healthy, mentally well, focused, sleeping well, relaxed, calm, fixing anxiety, depression, low testosterone, energy levels, all that sort of stuff? Health, okay? Next one, wealth. Career, fulfillment, Enjoying what you do in your job. Are you engaged in your job? How much money are you making? What house do you live in? What car do you drive? Do you like the house and the car that you drive? What are your aspirations for your wealth? Do you want to be working till you're 100 years old like me? I want to be doing what I'm doing till I die, right? That's what I want to do because I fucking love this stuff. Or, or do you want to retire at 30, 40, 50 and then go and live your dream life after that, right? Is that what it is for you? Do you want to be able to travel? Do you like the finer things? Like, what is it that you really want there? That's the second one. Relationships. Who are you close with? Your wife? Are you spending enough time with her? Are you having enough sex? Are you having enough connection, passion, intimacy, all this sort of stuff? Uh, your kids. Are you there for your kids? Are you present? Are you engaged in the conversation in the moment with them or is your head somewhere else? What are your relationships like? Because if we can nap out those three areas, we're going to generally, going to generally be, be quite happy. And the fourth area then after that, which comes down below, is spirituality, right? What is your belief? What is your purpose of being on this earth? Okay. Uh, if you can map that out and map out in those three areas, what your goals are for everything, we call this your summit, right? Because this is the biggest fucking mountain that you'll climb and you'll be climbing it for the rest of your life. Okay. So what we want to do is we want to set that summit and get crystal clear on that. Because once we have that summit set, we now have a direction. Uh, I want you guys to imagine this. Have you ever done a maze before? Like filled out a maze in like like a, in the back of a newspaper, right? If you begin from the start and you try and work your way to the end, you fuck up a lot of times, right? Whereas if you start at the end and then work your way to the start, it's really, really easy and you solve it really, really quickly, right? Because there's only one solution. That's what we're doing. We're trying to put life on easy mode. I want you solving your the maze that is life 
from the end first and working your way backwards in reverse engineering it because it's so much faster, so much easier, so much more effective. Does that make sense? So they're the first two things we need to do. Accountability, getting your summit really, truly, properly mapped out. The third thing is your nervous system. Whenever your nervous system is working well, you're going to be very, very much motivated and very much on point. If your nervous system isn't working well, you're not going to stay motivated at all. Simple as that, okay? So those are the three things. Uh, Ellie, how are you, mate? Haven't spoken to you in a while. Kind of left field, but I feel like this happens to my mindset within my relationship. Yeah, 100%. This is not actually left field at all. It's like totally normal. Uh, A lot of the time when we're in a relationship and we go and we deliberately fuck things up, right? I've got plenty of friends who have been in amazing relationships and then all of a sudden gone and cheated on their partner. And I want to fucking smack him in the face because this chick's been awesome and they've been an absolute fucking prick. Um, and I've seen this plenty of times as well in fathers who've got amazing like kids and families and they just go and they fuck it up. They just screw it up. It's really, really common, Ellie. Um, some of the most common usual reasons are, number one, if you're in a relationship and it's going so amazingly well, you have this brilliant partner and it's absolutely, it's just incredible and you just want to fuck it up because it's just too boring. It's just too easy. It's just too nice because you're used to being with dickheads or because when you raised, when you were raised, you didn't feel the love that you wanted to feel uh, and you felt like you had a more of a tough childhood. Um, that'll definitely cause it because we have this weird thing is whenever things are too good, if we're used to them being bad, it's actually uncomfortable for us. That's the first thing, which is really, really common. Second thing is feeling of being unworthy of this. I'm not good enough for this. I don't deserve you. You're so amazing. You should be with somebody better than me. Um, I've got a friend and, uh, and, and he, you know, with his partner, uh, this partner always used to say, Oh, you should be with someone better than me. You should be with this girl or this girl or this girl. Uh, and, and fucking it up for herself because she didn't feel worthy of it because she didn't feel like she was worthy of having his love and his affection, all this. And this dude adored his, his, his missus. It's really, really common. And it generally comes from a place of insecurity, from feeling unworthy, uh, or from just feeling like you're not good enough. Does that make sense? I hope that helps. Nick Poop Mick said, very, very good information, James. Thanks, man. Hope it helps. Lawrence, good to have you on, my brother. Wayne. Hi, James. You're awesome, brother. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Appreciate that. Uh, we're programmed at a very young age. Yeah, we are. We're programmed at a very young, young age. If we ever uh, fuck up, and we do any of these self-destructive behaviors, generally we can link it back to a lot of things which happen when, we, when we're growing up from parents, from friends, from teachers, from all these things. Because at a young age, we get a lot of this stuff pushed onto us. It's really, really common. Uh, personal experience. If you're a dickhead with money, you're a bigger dickhead. If you're a good person, you're a better person with money. Just my life experience. Yeah, dude, that's an amazing thing. We've got this saying with uh, with steroids and in bodybuilding. Um, so obviously it, my the majority of my career was was in bodybuilding and um uh we we had the same thing with steroids uh, a lot of people get the impression that anyone who takes steroids is a fucking asshole uh and and some of the nicest guys that i've ever met like literally man mountain teddy bears like you have you ever bought one of those massive fucking teddy bears before that are just really cuddly and massive and awesome that's like what some of my mates are like and they use a hell of a lot of steroids. And then you go and you get these little skinny, skinny like angry little men. Uh, they've never taken steroids and they're absolute fuckwits, right? And so um, with these man mountains, 
often uh, they get the uh, reputation for being an asshole just because they've taken steroids when in fact steroids are actually what we call anxiolytics they'll make you more relaxed and they'll make you much much more calm um and so what i want to reason why, why i brought that up just going back to, to going back to the comment there uh steroids or being big and jacked and shredded or money or anything like this doesn't actually change who you are it just amplifies who you are right if you have a million dollars and you're the most generous person kind giving caring you'll be an incredible human being some of my friends have an extremely high net worth and a lot of the guys who I coach have a very, very high net worth and yet they still drive piece of shit cars because they'd rather be spending that money on other people around them because that brings them more joy. Simple as that. I've then met some people with absolutely no money who are fuckwits who all they want to do is tear others down and I guess it really comes down to what do you want to do. In life, there are two ways to be, build the biggest tower in town. Number one is you can just build a massive fucking tower, build yours as big as possible, collaborate with everyone, get everyone in on building this absolutely fucking massive tower. Or you can be a cunt and you can try and tear everybody else's tower down. You'll see on social media at the moment, a lot of people are making their whole businesses and their whole brands just on tearing each other down and just on tearing people. I was literally, I was, I was on Facebook and I was scrolling just the other day. And I saw this one person, literally every second video was about like screenshotting something that someone else had said and then fucking blasting them and ragging on them. I'm not going to go into whether the, the person they were blasting or ragging was correct or incorrect. I didn't look at that. But what I looked at it is like, what a fucking horrible human being are you? Because all these people do, and there's not just one, there's loads of them at the moment. All they do is they just call out other people in order to try and step over the top of them and in order to be better, to, to try and make themselves as better. And you know, the ultimate irony of this is this comes back to what we were at the start. These people who are ragging on others for giving out information and for trying their best will never be able to give out information well. Why? Because they shit on other people all the time when these other people are just simply trying their best. And so anytime they try their best, they won't be able to do it. They won't be able to publish that story or make that video or show that reel because whenever they do that, they just feel like they're being that other person that they've just shat on. And this big thing of congruence is really, really important. Does that make sense? I hope that helps. Michael Ald, the bus hit me hard. It was a big wake-up call to prioritize things in my life and what I want. 100%. We see so many dudes who get smacked by buses all the time. Uh, it's really, really common. And it can come at any age. If you're lucky, it comes in your 20s. I got smacked by a massive bus. Um, back when I was bodybuilding, I was doing way too much. I was training about six hours a day. Uh, I was studying however many hours a day. And I was also running my business and trying to work like 10 to 12 hours a day. Now, I don't know how good you are at maths, but that doesn't leave a whole lot of time for sleep or recovery or anything like that. And I pushed through, I pushed through the feathers, I pushed through the brick, and then I got fucking smacked by a bus. And that's the thing with a lot of men and the common men. And when I'm talking about the common men, I'm just talking about the traits that, that most men have. If you look these days, most men and women, if you look at these days, how we act, we have a lot of problems in our life that we just ignore, just like what Michael said. We get a lot of feathers, a lot of things which tickle us. We get a lot of bricks which smack us around the back of the head. And then sure enough, we get smacked by a bus. 
And some people keep getting hit bus after bus after bus after bus. Why? Because they're not fucking doing anything about it. The most incredible thing about life, and I've been really fortunate to work with some extraordinarily high-level human beings, some really, really incredible people. And one of the coolest things that I learned from these people is that life will always challenge you exactly the right amount. And if you don't fucking listen to to it, it is going to smash you for six and every single time it wins. If we ignore the feathers, if we ignore the bricks and we go for the bus, it's going to fucking hurt. That's why I've got the, 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 the type form, the form that you can chuck up there if you want more help on this. If you don't want to fuck around anymore, if you actually want to move forwards and you actually want to get help with your issues, click on that form and I'm happy to shoot you across the information that you need. See, a lot of the time we just hesitate. There are, there are really there are three common things. I should run you through this. There are three common things that the common man does. Right? We recently did a presentation at Nortec. Nortec's one of the world's, sorry, one of Australia's fastest growing Actually, I think it is Australia's fastest mining contractor, fast, fastest growing mining contractor. And they're one of the biggest in Australia. They're doing exceptionally well, absolutely phenomenal company. If you ever get the opportunity to work with them, do it, right? Uh, because these guys are incredible. Their culture is second to none. We were presenting this at a recent weekend, which we ran for them because we coach a number of their team. We coach their whole management team. And then we coach a lot of guys within their team as well. We do this for some companies. We help every single person within the company get better because it just improves how the whole company is, right? And so what we did with them is we went over three things that define the common man. If we think about the common man and who they are and what their life's like, the common man, the average man is unhappy in his relationship or has regrets about past relationships but hasn't done anything about it, is unhappy with his health yet still sits on the couch, smashes back BVB, smokes bongs, whatever he does, he does these things, but he's not happy with it and he doesn't enjoy it. He doesn't enjoy the way he looks, doesn't enjoy the way that he feels. He doesn't enjoy his work. He doesn't get any fun out of it. He doesn't like it. He just simply isn't happy. And there are three main reasons for this. Number one, the common man sits in his problems. If you want to be common, if you want to be like the average Joe, and I don't think anybody on here wants to be average. If you want to be like them, sit on your problems and don't fucking do anything about it. Just sit back. Do sweet fuck all. Second thing, if you want to be like the average Joe, hesitate, delay, put things off, right? Say, I can't do it now. That diet, I've got to start that next week. I'm going to finish drinking and I'm going to quit after I finish this case. In the new year, I'm going to get a new job. And they always fucking hesitate. They always put it off to the future because they're too much of a fucking pussy to do it right now. And the third thing is ego. I can do this all by myself. I don't need any help. Bullshit. I was counting how many mentors I have just today. And I've now gone up to 13 mentors that I have right now. I spend about $300,000 per year on mentoring and learning. Why? We've got two options, right? In life, we can pay with time, we can pay with money. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had money for a very, very long time and it keeps coming in. This whole time thing, every single day I spend, it doesn't come back. But every dollar I spend, I get another one in my bank account eventually, right? Even when I'm skint, more still comes in. I remember when I was at uni, I was stone broke. I used to have to wear hand-me-down clothes for my friends. That was a humbling experience. But I tell you what, I still made more money and it still came back. But I'll never be 18 again. 
I'll never be 21 again or 25 or 28 because time's gone. The smart person says, money, i got heaps of this shit. This is going to constantly come back. The dumb person says, oh, I don't have enough money, but I've got plenty of time. I'm going to spend my time. Fucking stupid. Money is a renewable resource. Time is finite. Once you spend it, it is gone forever. You'll never, ever, ever get it back. And so what I learned is that if I spend this $300,000, it's actually a bit more than that now. If I spend this 300 grand a year on mentoring, I will get better really, really quick. And I will save myself time so that I can have more time to do other stuff so that my body is going to be in perfect shape in every single area. I have four different people who work on my body every single week, right? Just on my physical health. Okay. If I do that, I'll be successful there. If I have somebody who's mentoring me, helping me run my business better, learning more about coaching, how do I do better at all these things, helping with finances and wealth, I have all these people who are helping me all the time, I'm going to do pretty well. I'm going to get there much faster because I hire experts in every single field that I want. Every single time we hesitate and we hold back on getting expert advice, we fail. What we should do is stand on the shoulders of giants. You can either try and climb that beanstalk right the way to the top all by yourself, or you can just get a lift up. Now, I don't know about you, but I like playing life on easy mode. I call it sandbox mode. I like playing in a mode where I can't fail. And this is how we do it. Get coaching, drop your fucking ego and go out and get help. Simple as that. Make sense? So with that being said, guys, I've been on here. Actually, I've seen a a couple more... um, uh, uh, a couple more conversations come on through. Um, I'll go through them in a sec. But what I wanted to, wanted to offer to all you guys, if you feel like you do self-destruct, if you feel like you're not getting to where you want to be, if you feel like you haven't got the health, the physical health, the, the, the mental health, the energy, the testosterone, the sex drive, the body that you want, if you're not happy with that, if you're not going where you want to in your career, if you're not happy with your relationships, with your connection with your wife, connection with your kids, if you're not happy with the money that you're earning, do something about it. And if you want a hand, click on the link, right? Where it says click here, click here if you want to learn, right? Click on that link and we'll be happy to get you some information out so that you can actually crush it. Hannah Ashby has just said, I'd love a mentor. Do get us the best thing ever. I'm happy to have a chat with you and see if we can help you out or at least point you in the right direction. That goes for all of you guys. Just fucking do it. Stop sitting around. The sooner you get into it, the better that you'll be. Um, Dale J said, your signal is glitching in and out, boss. We're missing key points. Well, that's annoying because it looks pretty good on my end. Uh, what I'll get you to do, Dale, is go through and watch this again from the start when I upload it and it'll be in perfect quality for you. Scott Mercer said, you look like a sexy Bono. <laughs> Dude, these things are incredible. These are blue, locking, blue light blocking glasses. I get an amazing amount of shit for these, but I tell you what, I love it. Like these things are absolutely incredible. If you want to learn more about it, you're more than welcome to message me. But on that note, you are some incredible human beings. I want to just sum up with a couple of key things. Number one, you are born perfect and you will always be perfect. And the situation that you're experiencing in life right now is perfect for exactly who you are. Every single problem that you have is a direct reflection of a deficiency that you have within you, within your knowledge, within your skills, or within the ways in which you're approaching life. If you don't know how to fix that straight away, and by the way, 
A lot of people say, oh, I can figure it out or, you know, I'll get there eventually. No, no, don't fucking lie to yourself. I'm going to call you out right then and there. That's a fucking lie straight up. It's bullshit. You're kidding yourself. You'll never get anywhere at all. If it's, it's either a fuck yes or a fuck no, right? If it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no, okay? If I'm asking you right now, every single problem that you have in your life, every single thing which is going wrong, every single feather, every single brick, every single bus that is hitting you right now, do you 110% know how to fix that? Yes or no? Fuck yes or fuck no? If it's not fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Go out and get help. Simple as that. Okay. And if you want help, we're always here to help you out because that's what we do. And you'll see here, there's, there's a, uh, a lot of guys who are within our community who are on here right now and, uh, and getting that help with us right at this very moment. Now on that note, crew, I'll leave you all to it. I hope this has helped you out. If you need any help at all, feel free to reach out. I'm always here. Shoot me a message on Facebook. Shoot me a message on Instagram or wherever you're watching from. Have a wonderful evening, you amazing human beings. Remember, you're perfect. Sometimes you just need a little bit of help to get even more perfect. I'll speak to you soon. I hope you enjoyed the video. If you got something out of it and you want to learn more, click the link below or type in High Performance Conversations with James Can, and you'll be able to check out all the podcasts that we've done. We cover a stack of different topics, everything from getting your mojo back, overcoming anxiety, self-doubt, self-esteem, and learning from some of the industries and some of the world's top performers in both business and in health. Look forward to having you on there.